Hello friends, welcome to God's Eagle Ministries. My name is Ambassador Mandy Orojo Ogwajo Ogbe. At God's Eagle Ministries, we are seeding the nations with God's word. And God himself is transforming lives through his timeless truth, one content at a time. We're one in Christ Jesus, let's stay one. Evangelism, discipleship, counseling, healing, deliverance, restoration, and prayer with our walls, brothers, and denomination. Today we bring you, my house shall be a house of prayer for all nations, but you have turned it into a den for robbers. Prayer and fasting day 15 or 40. And so, um, and the content count to you for you today is 2,221,000. Uh, that is where we are. And the, con- the, uh, the keywords for today is prayer, fasting, community, state, government, business, faith, education, uh, media, art and culture, entertainment, family, technology, science, spirituality, belief, sports, world, church, leadership, peripheral, economy, nations, nations of the earth, Africa, America, Europe, Middle East, Asia, House of the Seas, Oceania, Australia, North America, South America, House of a Prayer, Continent, Workplace, and Soldier. And so let us pray. Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you again for bringing us to the 15th day of 40 of waiting and praying for the church and leadership, you and I. Thank you, Lord God Almighty, for who you are. Thank you for the grace that you've given unto us to bring this up to this hour. Thank you for the prayers that have been made, uh, offered so far, the ones that have been offered even right now, and the ones that will be offered yet in the future. We're asking, Lord, that your kingdom come, your will be established in all these spheres that we're involved in, that we're engaging, starting from ourselves to our community, to our state, to our nations, now the nations of the earth, but more especially for your children uh, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. So I ask that you breathe life upon this title today. My house shall be a house of prayer for all nations, but you have turned it into a den for robbers. Prayer and fasting day 15 or 40. Let it ride upon the four wings of the earth into the dividing asunder of soul and spirit into the four wings of the earth and let it touch uh, the hearts of people and let it kickstart them to be all that you call them to be and to do even now in the name of Jesus Christ our eyes shall see it in the name of Jesus our hands shall take hold of them our legs shall walk into them in the mighty name of Jesus Christ and we shall experience them the kingdom of God here in our lives in our environment in our nation and the nations of the earth in Jesus name Amen. So hello friends, welcome to day 15 of 40 as we intercede for our nation and the nations of the earth. The last seven days that expired yesterday, we interceded for our communities and our state. One of the titles we looked at, which has relevance to today's topic, was the 16th that God expects us to do and to be as we engage community and state. The church is not peripheral to the world, but the world is peripheral to the church, day 10 of 40, prayer and fasting. These same six things to do also apply to the nation as a whole and nations of the earth. You can assess the content on our website there on the six things that we need to do. The next seven days until Thursday the 6th of April, we take on our nation and the nations of the earth. The prayer covers three areas. Firstly, calling forth and enforcing God's kingdom, God's will, his specific plans and purposes for our nation and the nations of the earth so that they unfold and manifest in fullness as he unfolds to us with specifics so that we can 
uh, enforce them. Secondly, remember we mentioned that God does nothing on earth except in response to prayer. And when uh, Isaiah, in Isaiah chapter uh, 6 verse 8, uh, when uh, they're about, when uh, Isaiah looked up and he said, Who shall I send? Who will go for us? And here I am, send me. And Ezekiel uh, also mentioned about the fact that God is looking for a man that he will use. And um, because he's found none, he would... Uh, break uh, disaster on the nations as uh, as paraphrase now so firstly we are calling forth and enforcing god's kingdom god's will his specific plans and purposes for our nation and the nations of the earth so that they unfold and manifest in fullness as he unfold to us with specific so that we can enforce them and secondly we make commitment to follow through whatever the instructions or commands are for the nation and nations of the earth remember we are the end time army and thirdly or we are soldiers of christ and thirdly to do this with an attitude of unity and love for the nation and the nations of the earth. The nations of the earth refers to all the peoples, wherever they may be in the seven continents of the earth. We're praying for believers in the six spheres, in government, in economy, technology, science, business, faith, spirituality and, and belief, education, media, entertainment, culture and sports, which are inside our nation and the nations of the earth so that they can take their proper place as kingdom of enforcers by words and deed. I want to say by works and deeds, evangelism, teaching, discipling, prayer, and Christ-centric character, that is fruits. As we do our part, unbelievers, unbelievers will be drawn to the kingdom of God. Now, there's some mindset that we need to correct. Believers, wrong and right mindset. So, most believers restrict their kingdom responsibilities to the four walls of the church organization. Brothers and sisters, Ladies and gentlemen, that church organization are equipping centers. That's what they are meant to be, which they really do nowadays. The work is outside the church organization. I repeat again, the work of the kingdom is outside the church organization. The work is in your community, your office, or workplace, your business, your government, your media, and other locations as we have highlighted uh, before this post and below. Most believers don't even know what God expects them to do where he has strategically placed them. Our responsibility goes beyond earning and bringing the funds into the church. That's a very, very small part of kingdom responsibility. Our primary responsibility is to populate the kingdom of God and depopulate the kingdom of darkness. That's as straightforward as that. And uh, we, let's read uh, to buttress that point <clears throat> in First John 3, 7-9. Boys, in bracket, ladies, this amplified Bible, let no one deceive. Our boys and lads, let no one deceive and lead you astray. He who practices righteousness, who is upright, conforming to the divine will in purpose, thought, and action, living a consistently conscientious life, is righteous, even as he is righteous. But he who commits sin, who practices evil doing, is of the devil. Takes his character from the evil one. For the devil has sinned, violated the divine law from the beginning. The reason the Son of God was made manifest or visible was to undo, in bracket, destroy, loosen, and dissolve the works of the of the devil, uh, which the devil has done. No, 
no one born begotten of God deliberately, knowingly, and habitually practices sin, for God's nature abides in him. His principle of life, the divine sperm, remains permanently within him, and he cannot practice sinning because he is born, in bracket, begotten of God. Let's look at Mark 16, 14 to 20, Amplified Bible. Afterward, he appeared to the eleven apostles themselves as they reclined at table, and he reproved and reproached them from them for their unbelief, their lack of faith, and their hardness of heart, because they had refused to believe those who had seen him and looked at him attentively after he had risen from dead. And he said to them, Go into all the world and preach and publish openly the good news, the gospel to every creature of whole human race. Mind that word, good news to every creature, the whole human race. He who believes, who adheres to and trusts in and relies on the gospel, and him, uh, on him who it sets forth and is baptized will be saved from the penalty of eternal death. But he who does not believe, who does not adhere to and trust in and rely on the gospel, and him whom it sets forth will be condemned. And these attesting signs will accomplish those who believe. In my name, they will drive out demons. They will speak in new languages. They will pick up serpents. And even if they drink anything deadly, it will not hurt them. They will lay their hands on the sick and they will get well. So then the Lord Jesus, after he had spoken to them, was taken up into heaven and he sat down at the right hand of God. And they went out and preached everywhere while the Lord kept walking with them and confirming the message by their testing signs and miracles that closely accompanied it. Amen, so be it. Now, he did not just call us to warm the pews or preach from the pulpit. Be, be, he did not just call us to fund, he did not just call us to fund God's work. I repeat that again. He did not just call us to warm the pew, pulpits, the pews or the preach from the pulpit. He did not just call us to fund God's work. He called you and I to bring souls into the kingdom from all the nations of the earth. These prayers or intercessions will get you restless. These prayers will open your eyes to see what God wants you to see in your workplace or your business or your community so that you can be burdened enough to reach out to the lost souls around you. The job is not just for missionaries or evangelists or pastors or, or discipleship organizations. The responsibility of making disciples was and is still for all believers from pulpit to pews to workplace to schools and communities and government. You will gain clarity as to your kingdom assignment because you are asking for his will, his plans, his purpose, his kingdom. He loves to answer those kinds of prayers. It is a shame if all we pray to God or fast for is for God to give us material things, then we are still babies. Check your prayer points. That will give you a quick check to show your levels of kingdom-mindedness. We are his end-time army to bring in the harvest of souls. Keep that in mind. Rate your performance as a Christian, as a soldier of Christ in these end times on the day uh, on, 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 on that basis. But how busy you are in church or how many services you organize to a church members to church members who have been there 10, 20, 30 years on and have not led a single sinner to Christ is not based on that. As I speak to you, I also speak to me. We all need to work wake up. Some of us can't even fast 
Meanwhile, children of other religions who don't have a relationship with the true God fast and pray to some unknown God, but we believers think Christianity is bread and butter. Come as you are and bring your tithes and offerings. No, that is not true. Witches and wizards fast, but the sons and daughters of the kingdom can't, can't because we have misplaced priority. Note, God has turned on the heat around the world, right? And it will not get easy until he returns because he has purification in his mind and the harvest of souls. So take note. Now let's look at the seven continents. The seven continents. Depending on your school of thought, some distribute the continents into five, some six, and some seven. We'll stay with seven. There are, there are Africa, Antarctica, Asia, Australia, Oceania, Europe, North America, and South America, which is the Americas. Jesus gives us account of what his father's house was meant for. Father's house today is you, the temple of God. 1 Corinthians 3, verse 16 to 17. 2 Corinthians 6, verse 15 to 20. Ephesians 2, 19 to 22. 1 Peter 2, 5. John 14, 23. Jeremiah 31, 33 to 35. So you are the temple of God. And here is what Jesus said about what his father's house was meant for in Mark 11, 15 to 17. New King James Version. So they came to Jerusalem. Then Jesus went into the temple and began to drive out those who bought and sold in the temple and overturned the tables of money changers and the seats of those who sold those. And he would not allow anyone to carry wares through the temple. Then he thought, saying to them, Is it not written, My house shall be called a house of prayer for all nations? Mark that word, all nations, but you have made it a den of thieves. Did Jesus pull these scriptures out from the blues? Did he make, it, make this up? Let's check corresponding scriptures from other witnesses. Despite the fact that if Jesus said it, we can definitely take it to the bank. The scripture says, out of the mouth of two witnesses is the word established. So let's look at uh, Isaiah, uh, the prophet. In Isaiah 56, 7, when Jesus, God was speaking to Isaiah, as he prophesied, also the sons of foreigners who joined themselves to the Lord to serve him and to love the name of the Lord, to be his servants, everyone who keeps from defiling the Sabbath and holds fast by covenant, even them I will bring to my holy mountain and make them joyful in my house of prayer. Their bond offering and their sacrifices will be accepted on my altar, for my house shall be called a house of prayer for all nations. So that's where Jesus got it from. Then Isaiah 2.2, Amplified Bible Classic Edition, it shall come to pass in the latter days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be firmly established as the highest of the mountains and shall be exalted above the hills and all nations shall flow to it. Mark the word all nations shall flow to it. So shall it be in Jesus' name. And then Jeremiah, alluding to the purpose of God's house, as God spoke through him to the people, take note of what God's house is not, which continues uh, to this very day. In Jeremiah chapter 7, verses 1 to 15, the word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord, saying, Stand in the gate of the Lord's house and proclaim there this word, and say, Hear the word of the Lord. All you of Judah will enter in at these gates to worship the Lord. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Amend your ways and your doings, and I will cause you to dwell in this place. Do not trust in these lying words, saying, The temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord, 
are these. For if you thoroughly amend your ways and your doings, if you thoroughly execute judgment between a man and his neighbor, if you do not oppress the stranger, the fatherless, and the widow, and do not shed innocent blood in this place, or walk after other gods to your heart, then I will cause you to dwell in this place, in the land that I gave to your fathers forever and ever. Behold, you trust in lying words that cannot profit. Will you still mother, commit adultery, swear falsely, burn incense to Baal, and walk after other gods whom you do not know? And then come and stand before me in this house, which is called my by my name, and say, We are delivered to do all this abomination. Has this house, which is called by my name, become a den of thieves in your eyes? Behold, I, even I, have seen it, says the Lord. This is where Jesus took that word, den of thieves or den of prophets. But go now to my place, which was in Shiloh, where I set my name at the first, and see what I did to it because of the wickedness of my people Israel. And now because you have done all these works, says the Lord, and I spoke to you rising up earlier and speaking, but you did not hear, and I called you, but you did not answer. Therefore I will do to the house, which is called by my name, which you trust unto this place which I gave to you and your fathers as I have done to Shiloh. And I will cast you out of my sight as I have cast you out all your brethren, the whole posterity of Ephraim. Now, to underscore the importance of God's house, the house of prayer for all nations, all three gospel texts reported it, Matthew, Mark, and Luke. Now, why did God give this command? Why? Let's look at scripture. In Isaiah 54, 25, and I read, Turn to me and be saved, all you ends of the earth. Mark the word, all you ends of the earth. For I am God, and there is no other. By myself I have sworn, my mouth has uttered in all integrity, a word that would not be revoked before me. Every knee will bow, by me every tongue will swear. They will say of me, in the Lord alone are deliverance and strength. All who have raged against him will come to him and be put to shame. But all the descendants of Israel will find deliverance in the Lord and will make their boast in him. Matthew 6, 9-10 says, This then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Why is it that we are praying for the nations and the nations of the earth? Ezekiel 22, 29, 31. The people of the Lord have used oppression and extortion and have committed robbery. Yes, they have wronged and vexed the poor and the needy. Yes, they have oppressed the stranger and temporary resident wrongfully. And I sought a man among them who should build up the wall and stand in the gap before me for the land that I should not destroy, but I found none. Therefore have I poured out my indignation upon them. I have consumed them with the fire of my wrath. Their own way have I repaid by bringing it upon their own heads, says the Lord God. Isaiah 2, 2 says it shall come to pass in the latter days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be firmly established as the highest of the mountains and shall be exalted above his hills and all nations shall flow into it. That is the mind of God. That is the kingdom of God according to it in heaven. So let it be on earth in Jesus' name. Philippians 2, 10 to 11. That at the name of Jesus Christ every knee shall bow in submission of those who are in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And that every tongue we confess and openly acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Who are, who are our focus? 
what are we praying about? We are praying for Christians with effective agents as enforcers of God's kingdom in the spheres he has placed us in, in the nations and the nations of the earth, so that unbelievers will be drawn to the kingdom. What are the spheres in the nations and the nations of the earth? They are these, and we raised that before, the six of, uh, seven, um, seven of them. Uh, yeah, the government where justice and peace are safeguarded and authority is used to serve a set of citizens. Economics, or set uh, to serve uh, citizens. Economies, that is science, technology, and business. Where provision is created and stewardship is modeled, science and technology form part of its creative force, with enterprise being the distributor of ideas and resources. Next is faith, spirituality, and belief. Engagement with the immaterial spiritual realm, extension of mercy and promotion of reconciled relationships, person to person and person to God. Education, the equipping of people for their life purpose through personal transformation and multiplication of knowledge. Then family, where life is multiplied, belonging is found, an individual identity is first established. Media, the transfer of wisdom and the promotion of healthy relationship through forms of communication that are life-giving. Then celebration, arts, entertainment and sports, the strengthening of hope and the building of community through holistic presentations of life that engage the whole person. If you're a Christian, you will identify yourself in one or more of the spheres highlighted above. How then do you identify an executive God-designed mandate that can influence that sphere? This comes through prayer and listening to God's prompting. And read that in John 5, 19-20. Jesus gave them this answer. Very truly I tell you, the Son can do nothing by Himself. He can do only what He sees His Father doing. Because whatever the Father does, the Son also does. For the Father loves the Son and shows Him all he does, yes, and he will show him even greater works than these so that you will be amazed. One question we should ask ourselves is this, Lord, or one prayer, Lord, you have placed me in this government establishment in furtherance of your kingdom. What role should I play for you here outside my primary role as an employee in this government establishment? These type of questions can also be applied to families within your neighborhood that have no relationship with Jesus. It could apply to the school you teach or are currently attending. It could be applied to being a member of a media company, a director or owner of a company. You might be living or working with people of other faith or in some sport entertainment sphere. Once that question is asked and you are praying that God's purpose and kingdom will be established in your establishment, you will be in a better state of mind to receive promptings from the Holy Spirit on the next line of action that you need to take. Remember, you are not there representing your local church to recruit people for your local assembly. You are not there to promote your agenda. You are there to promote God's agenda for God's kingdom plan in the sphere of that society you find yourself. You see, the church is not the organization you worship. The church is you and I, the living, moving, breathing kingdom and temple of God in the earth realms on two legs. The assembly you attend helps you develop your spiritual gifts and relationship with God and others, which is crucial for deployment in your sphere of influence. But where the work is, is in you, carrying yourself into your workplace, your business, your community to influence it for Christ, your point you point them to Christ and not to your denomination or to yourself. You don't represent yourself. You represent God's kingdom 
you are his ambassador let's read philippians chapter 320 to buttress that point for our citizen is in heaven from which also we eagerly await for a savior the lord jesus christ john 316 for god so loved the world the world the world amplified that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life Ephesians 6:20 for which i am an ambassador in chains that in proclaiming it i may speak boldly as i ought to speak 2 Corinthians 5:17-21 therefore if anyone is in Christ is a new creature the old things passed away behold new things have come now all these things are from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation namely that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself not counting their trespasses against them and he has committed towards the word of reconciliation you can read more there therefore we are ambassadors for Christ as though God were making an appeal through us we beg you on behalf of Christ be reconciled to God he made him who knew no sin to be seen on our behalf so that we might become the righteousness of God in him that is your message to unbelievers in your workplace in your community in your school and all that if there is a need for discipleship you create the enabling environment for them to be discipled it could happen in the context of the workplace you facilitating a relationship between them and Jesus Christ by pointing them to the bible the gospel helping them to apply what they learn about Jesus in that sphere of his glory for his glory if you're not adept at doing this get people in your church involved who you know are adept at those areas but everyone should learn how to evangelize in their sphere of influence when you talk to Christians about not witnessing they tell you that their lives should do the preaching that answer is partly correct but you can't do character without proclamation of the gospel because they should go hand in hand you are the reconciler between god and man Okay and we also mentioned that there's so many religion in the world today that they have better character, better behavior than Christians. And so it's what what the spirit with which we display this character that needs to be proclaimed. You can get further account from our last post of the 10 of 40 and on six ways you can also go about putting this uh, uh, across. This brings us to the end of today's title my house shall be a house of prayer for all nations but you have turned it into a den for robbers prayer and fasting the 15 of 40 so shalom to you this ambassador or ojogo jomande obegos ego ministries at atakada.org and so father god almighty we just want to thank you for bringing us to this short piece i ask oh god that as it may spoken once let it reoccur in their conscious and their subconscious mind a thousand times and more until they are kick started to do what you want them to do and be all that you want them to do to the glory of your name and our blessing and as many that are involved in the fasting grant grace more grace lord more grace lord more grace lord more strength lord not just to go on fast but also to intercede to pray and to read the scriptures thank you lord for the grace you've given us to cover so many chapters so far both in the new testament and the old testament reading the old testament backwards and reading the new testament sorry reading the new testament backwards and the old testament forward thank you for insight that you've brought or that acts that you help us to be able to uh, uh, grab what you're revealing to us again in these times and seasons to be able to apply them to our lives and the lives of the many that we come in contact with in Jesus name 
Amen. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord cause his countenance to shine upon you brightly and give you peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. May the lion fall for you in pleasant places in the name of Jesus. Amen. May you be strong in the Lord in the power of his might. May you be a temple of God where you can reach the nations and the nations of the world for God, for Christ in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Take care. Bye-bye. And meet you next week, Friday.